I do a best for the business feature, sort of highlighting the best people, promotions of the year. I wanted to highlight Women's Wrestling Army for 2022. Mm -hmm. uh, so <laughs> I, I think you're you're doing really great work with the promotion. It's coming up on the year, one year anniversary. So I, I just wanted your thoughts on uh, your progress with Women's Wrestling Army so far. And if you maybe have a, you know, your biggest success or biggest takeaway of doing this as a promoter. So I think um, one, I'm completely humbled by the entire experience uh, just because when we started it, we didn't know what it was going to be. Um, mm -hmm. We, we knew we had some amazing talent in ring of honor. We knew that, um, you know, going into this, we had a lot of support, but at the same time, you know, it, there's those pieces that you don't think about, um, you know, when you own something of, you know, hotels and flights and, uh, you know, the logistics of everything. And then, you know, how are we going to fund this thing? And when Ring of Honor closed um, in 2021, um, in December, it was just an idea of doing Women's Wrestling Army. And it's actually Willow that asked us to, you know, do something moving forward with women's wrestling. So um, we started looking at it in December of 2021. And by about April, we had found funding for our first show. And um, that was through brandarmy.com, which is um, kind of like Patreon. And so we we were able to put together that show and it was literally a shoestring bu budget. It was just, you know, throwing everything together. And then we had the opportunity with Pro Wrestling TV. And I think that that first night and just being out there with the crowd and listening to them react, even though it wasn't a big crowd, um, just the way that everybody was so excited about having another all women's wrestling promotion. It's like, okay, we need to continue this no matter what we got to figure out how we we're going to continue this. And, um, now looking at it a year later, we're still, we still have the same, um, problems, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, but we also have the same uh, the the same benefits, the same positives. We still have an amazing group of talent. And I would say we have an even better um, uh, talent base because we've worked with them now for a year. And they've been able to go out there and go to different promotions, go to Japan, go to AEW, um, Impact Wrestling, go to all these different promotions and continue to get better. Um Meanwhile, we're still trying to find where our home is. So, um, you know, we've been on pro wrestling TV for the last year, but I'm not exactly sure if that's where we're going to continue. Uh, I feel like maybe the answer to my next question is in that last answer, but uh, most important lesson learned, would you say it's the logistics? Can you narrow it down to one thing? So um, the talent is there. That's probably the number one takeaway is there is plenty of women that are talented enough to hold, hold a show, to um, have an entire show about them. There's actually um, too many in the sense that I want to bring all of them in. And Bobby Cruz is always, you know, kind of trying to scale me back on how many girls that we're able to bring in because I want to highlight them all. I want to give as many opportunities as possible. Um, funding. Funding is the most difficult thing. How are we going to fund it? How are we going to move forward? Um, I wish I could fund it myself uh, because I, I believe in it that much. 
And I think that that's going to be our biggest struggle moving forward is where does this go? Um, I know my ideal place, my ideal place to have it is on honor club. And um, that's because I feel like there's so much crossover between the two brands, but it's also the same style of wrestling. When we started this, we didn't want, um, we didn't want it to be too fluffy. We wanted it to be a little bit fluffy, of course, um, but we wanted to be able to showcase every style and we wanted to make an impact with it. Um, so the style of wrestling we have is a lot of what Ring of Honor is already doing. So for us, the crossover is obvious. Have you had talks about making that happen? We've had talks. We're in the early stages. Um, and I think that it's all about um, bandwidth. Uh, Tony Khan is a very busy man and um, whether or not that can happen, we don't know, but we're definitely investigating that. And Tony's super open. He's uh, one of the best bosses I've ever had when it comes to open communication. So we're talking about it. Um, he definitely sees the potential um, and I definitely see the potential for us placing, you know, being placed on our club. Uh, I, I forget how long into the, uh, women's wrestling army you said it but you you know sort of already put it out there that okay you're with pro wrestling tv but you're already looking ahead to you want a, a tv contract you want to be on pay-per-view you want to do these things and it's like i admire that because you can't rest on okay we have a contract now and wait until it's too close to the end of it because then what happens if you don't like you're you're obviously setting these goals for yourself for the promotion so yeah um i mean is there uh obviously like that's exciting if it did happen but um are you looking to renew with pwtv like so we've talked about it a little bit um we've also talked to fight i was actually just recently talking to fight about um some possible opportunities i've also talked to twitch um because there's they've had a contract before with impact wrestling so it's a it's an obvious, um, uh, you know, kind of relationship that they've already done, but I've been looking even beyond that. Um, you know, we don't just do the women's, uh, wrestling show. We also do a documentary series alongside it. Um, and with the next two documentaries, we're going to have six altogether. So, you know, that's a mini series in itself. And so we're also talking to people like Bravo. Um, we've talked to NBC, we've talked to, um, you know, it, discovery. So there's a lot of different avenues that I've kind of taken. I haven't just taken the, the normal route of, um, you know, companies that have already streamed mm -hmm. wrestling, but also looking at a broader scale, because to me, um, you know, the story of women trying to make it in this in industry is just as interesting as the wrestling itself. Um, where have they came from? How hard was it for them to make it to the venue itself? Um, just this past set of tapings, I was on the phone with Sky Blue as she's having all these flight problems of trying to make it in. And she was so excited about the match because it was against her friend, Queen Aminata. And, um, you know, and you're going to see that on our next episode of Women's Wrestling Army. You're going to see the match itself. But then there's the whole story of all the adversities that she went through that day just to have that match with her friend. So, um, you know, some, a company like Bravo, a, a channel like Bravo that highlights women in business, that's another avenue that we're willing to take. 
uh is is that the one where she had to like drive like 10 hours or 12 hours no no she didn't end up driving no um i <laughs> it's funny she was like i'll drive and i was like you okay will. she said she would not. <laughs> okay she didn't like, actually you will do it. absolutely not um but yeah she ended up making it and you know her mom came and so like for me that is that's also a big story mm-hmm. uh there was one i it's not from the documentary but uh there was just a social media profile on jordan blade that you guys just shared i think it was a couple days ago and i thought that was a really good example of highlighting a talent story because i've seen her name all over the place like okay here's the match and it's it only goes so far when it's a poster but like you guys and the production's top notch like i will say that so it's a really good quality quick promo here's who i am here's who my story i think she said uh i'm unapologetically me and she's not the only one that you featured like that so i definitely think there's an audience for it um i i'm looking forward to you know seeing that happen in in some form i know you threw a bunch of different names networks out there so we're trying we we're definitely trying and um it's nice because we have the support of the entire women's wrestling community as well. Um, you know, it's, it, it's nice to be a part of this community of women that are all fighting for more opportunities. And I think that's our biggest superpower in all of this is we have each other's back. Um, and you know, I'm, I'm excited for, um, the match between Jordan and Masha and Janai, because I feel like, um, you know, I seen it in person, but to watch it back, um, it's a really hard hitting match and all three of them are doing so well for themselves. Um, you know, Janai recently was in Japan, um, and you know, each one of them are coming into their own in different ways uh you just okay so you have janai who's not on television uh gia scott but you do have a good mix like allison k you mentioned masha uh max the impaler billy starks even she's been on mlw you have this good mix of talent where they either do have tv exposure already or they could be do you can you see women's wrestling army sort of being uh a feeder promotion to like is that your one of your goals too it is um i think when you get to such a high level you um the the pressure uh to take to not take risks is there so where we're at right now and even if we get you know a television deal um, I want to make sure that there's not too much pressure to uh, take a safer route. Um, we have the opportunity right now to take chances um, on people to see, you know, will they have a good match? Will they not? Um, and if they do have a bad match, that's okay. We'll try it again. Um, and I think watching that growth of talent um, is really important in a feeder system. Uh, you don't want it to be so clean to where you don't get to see the struggle. Um, that's one of the things that makes Ring of Honor, I think, so incredibly special is you see the undercard, which I don't always like calling them that, but you mm-hmm. see the undercard um, being built. You see them you know, start to have those 
moments and matches that can make an entire career. So I like to have us positioned in that way. And that's, again, why, you know, being under that honor club umbrella would be um, would be the ideal place for us, because then it's not that we're so big or on a network that tries to take too much control. Um, but we're within a place that we can take those risks with talent. Uh, I, I feel like it was funny for the longest time people were and I think this was before you sign there but people kept asking like oh did you talk to tony khan about this did you talk to him and it's like <laughs> okay now now i can like i don't have to ask you that because clearly you have you've worked there so that question's <laughs> out of the way but uh is it feels like uh there's a lot of women's matches going on and it's only four weeks in but ring of honor is back on honor club weekly television uh do you have any hand in that at all i guess <laughs> i don't um so i i always have to tell the girls backstage especially the ones that are coming in as extras i am here strictly as talent um now do i help um where i can as a mentor or as a friend yes i do um, you know, uh, certain moves um, that I've seen done a million times. If if somebody is learning it for the first time, do I help with that? Yes. Do I help with um, the organizational part of it? You know, like if I know that the show is running slow or fast or whatever, do I go and tell the girls like, hey, you probably want to get ready or, you know, your match is coming up or that kind of stuff. Yes, I do. Do I, do I stand there as like a motherly figure to like pat them on the back after? Yes. Or if I see something that they could do better. Yes. I try and help in that way, but as a title, no, I do not have um, that title. Would I accept it? Of course. Um, Cause I, I feel such like, um, I don't know, like over, it's a motherly feeling of like, this was a division that we grew together. Um, and so I always want to help out where I can in that sense. Uh, but yes, Tony has used a lot of the same girls that we've either used um, in the Ring of Honor women's division that Bobby and I uh, ran or in Women's Wrestling Army. So it's nice to see a lot of familiar faces. Yeah, it's not too much of a shock because like, you know, the the Sinclair era I'll call it you know you and Bobby were like synonymous with working behind the scenes with them and now again you mentioned like so many of the same names you're seeing I don't want to say compare and contrast but do you have any thoughts on like the ring of honor that you left and the one that you came back to like what was the most comforting thing besides the talent because obviously it's under different ownership yeah but was anything yeah. sort of okay this feels right so Tony takes really good care of his people. I think that was, um, that's the biggest thing I've felt so far. I know recently it's been in the news about Tony takes care of our hotels and our transport. And like, that's, that's huge, especially someone like me that came from WWE. And I, I remember rooming with two or three girls, um, at like red roofs, um, because we just, we weren't making a lot at that point. We were new, um, and you know, we were paying for our hotels and our cars in WWE, but now, you know, it, it's nice. My husband and I always think of it as like a mini vacation every time, because we don't have the kids that are coming in our room at the middle of the night, you know, we, and so Tony takes care of his people in that sense. He also, 
he cares. Like there was one show that um, we were on. It was actually uh, at final battle last year. And uh, Taven had flown in from Mexico and like had this horrendous travel schedule that week. And the first thing that Tony asked was, you know, how was your travel? You know, thank you so much Mm. for coming in. So that's comforting because I always felt that ring of honor was a family and it continues to feel as such. Um, we had our set of tapings uh, recently, and during the day there was the dark, and then at night was Ring of Honor. And it was in the same building, but something changed. And I don't know what that feeling is, but as soon as it got to be right around Ring of Honor time, people settled. And also you could see that look in everybody's eyes of like, I'm going to have the best match on Ring of Honor. Yeah, I I see the same thing and I've seen other people say it. It's like, it, you know, it's the same building, but there's just something about, I don't know if it's, I mean, the set doesn't change that much. It's, it's, it's still pretty much the same studio, but there's just something, I can't really put my finger on it, but uh-huh. I don't know. There's just something about it. Uh, we talked a lot about Women's Wrestling Army, uh, but I, I got to talk about your boys. Yeah. uh they've been on aew television uh or i should say that you all have been on there but uh the kingdom's back i i thought that was nice and nothing against ogk but i like being able to say the kingdom it feels like you know what full circle i guess uh super card of honors coming up any thoughts on what we could see from you guys anything <laughs> you seem like you you put things into fruition so what what do you uh, want to put out there what do you see for for the kingdom it's personal it's um this one's personal uh we were some of the last people to be in the ring with the briscoes um and God, i still i say the name and I, it just, it catches. It's that, like, I can't believe he's gone. So for me personally, the Reach for the Sky ladder match, um, just because that's, uh, it's about the Briscoe brothers that night. Um, it's about, you know, the locker room leaders. It's about their presence still being felt. Mark is going to be there. It's going to be a huge night for Mark. Um but as far as the kingdom goes, just being involved with the Reach for the Sky Ladder match would be a huge honor um, because of our history. And, um, you know, I haven't talked about it too much, but the Briscoe brothers really made the second portion of my career. Um, they welcomed me into the Ring of Honor locker room after being a diva in WWE and being looked at like, you know, this ditzy, um, you know, this throwaway character, but the way that the Briscoes treated me, um, you know, the way that Jay was able to be vulnerable in a match for me, this diva search girl, um, made me more believable and it made my promos better. It made my work better. It made me as a manager. And I base my entire career now off of what was built during that feud, Briscoe Brothers and ODB against the Kingdom and me. 
So um, it's personal. That's it's going to be an emotional night. I have to say it's going to be really emotional. Final battle 2021 still one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen. Uh, I still see the, the gif of Matt going, doing the dive over the top ropes. That's always a favorite, but um, that's one of the, that's one of the matches that I'm looking forward to. I, I get to go to Los Angeles this year. Nice. Uh, so I, I hope that happens. Um, and on a lighter note, selfishly, I also get a night away from my kids. <laughs> so, nice. How old are your kids? Uh, I have twins that just turned nine on Saturday, and then okay. I have a three-year-old. Okay. Yeah. So I love them dearly, but it might be nice to go do something that I want. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Doesn't happen very often when you have kids, so that's nice. I will say they watch wrestling with me sometimes. The little one actually sat down and watched it with me last night. She gets her laptop out and her mouse and she's like, I'm working with you. Oh, so I'm like, okay, I didn't, I'll miss you. But, <laughs> uh, all right. Here's my final question. You are known as the first lady of wrestling. Uh, who's the next lady? <laughs> Gosh, uh, the bunny, I would think, um, manager wise i think if because the first lady is really about being a manager um it's about you know miss elizabeth and uh yeah so i'd have to say the bunny um excited to have her back um when she comes back and um yeah i'm trying to think manager wise who else is out there uh i really like julie um, I think that, you know, with some time, uh, she's got such a presence. So there, there's a few out there, managers that are really starting to uh, make their presence known. It's tough, though. It's it's tough um, as a manager now um, because the expectations are very different than they were, um, you know, 10 years ago, even. I thought I was going to have to push harder for that. I like your choices. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're looking at the managerial sense, like that's yeah. I I like both of their respective characters, and then as far as uh, Julia, you know, she went from being a cheerleader to oh yeah, this. I mean, sinister is the word that comes to mind, but I, Her I'm. Patience. You know, that's the thing about her, like, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but like her oh, patience in the ring is what impresses me. She will wait till you're paying attention to her, which is one of the most difficult things to teach to people is just having patience in the ring. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see her grow. Anything uh, you want to plug as far as Women's Wrestling Army, anything else you're doing on television before I let you go? Sure. Um, Pro Wrestling TV, you can catch all 31 episodes that we've had so far. Um, they are an hour long. They are quick, um, but they're also impactful. Um, there's some fantastic talent. Some of the talent that you're seeing on AEW, um, we've had Kylan King, who's over on Impact, Tasha, uh, Willow. You know, we have quite the roster um, so you could check out all the episodes there. And then we have our big, um, you know, main, double main event, uh, 
Women's Wrestling Army, which is going to be um, next week. And that's going to be uh, the the Queen Amanada versus um, Blue Sky, or Sky Blue. And then we also have our three-way match, which is who hits the hardest. And that's Masha, Janai, and Jordan. So um, it's going to be a huge double main event. Um, I'm super excited for that. And then I'm also very excited about Supercard of Honor, um, which is going to be next week, next Friday. And um, yeah, I'm excited to see what the boys are going to do because I get to be there for it. So uh, I can't wait for next weekend.